my goodness. Bodybuilder Sonia Robinson, like, takes the cake as somebody who really is, like, the embodiment of what yeah. anybody could be if they put their mind to it. Exactly. You know, it's it's like um, you, you we got a chance uh, in this special episode, th- throwback episode, which we're nearing the end of, by yeah, the way. Right. Exciting. Only a couple more weeks. Only a couple more weeks of these throwback episodes, and we hope to get back to our normal, uh, regular scheduled program, yes. so to speak. But. Sonia Robinson, man, like she, uh, she's a competitive, she's bodybuilder, a bodybuilder, bikini contestant as well. Competitive. Uh, I had no idea these bikinis are extremely expensive. So expensive. What? Yeah. Yeah. So she breaks down like the 101 of everything yes. you need to know about this. It's a complicated sport. Like yes. it's a sport, man. Yes. Like you got to train for this shit. And, uh, and I think it gave me a deeper respect, especially listening to it again, exactly. a deeper respect for just the. The dedication and passion that you have, like the diet, man. I couldn't do the diet. I know, I, I know. And just like dealing with the having to pick a new outfit every time, yeah. and being judged on the outfit and how many. Oh, this is too too sparkly. No, like what? Yeah, oh, it's got to be Look tough at my biceps. to put in so much work <laughs> and then be at the mercy of other people's opinions. Oh, you know, kind of like uh, thought. Yeah, kind of <laughs> like that. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, but again, if you don't know what we're talking about, this whole summer we've been doing a little special uh, segment of Stream of Thought. Go back to our special announcement episode between episodes 94 and 95 for greater context and more detail as to what's been happening. Only a couple more weeks left in this. But Stream of Thought featuring Sonya Robinson. We hope you enjoy. <laughs> All right, so on today's episode of Straight Up, we have our guest, Sonia Robinson. Ms. Robinson left corporate America a while ago to pursue her dreams in fitness. She is a personal trainer as well as an MPC uh, bikini competitor. Sonia, welcome to the show. How's it going? Thank you. Good. Thanks for having me. So uh, for, I think, some of our viewers who have never really heard of what a... But you said bikini competitor. Competitor. Mm-hmm. What exactly is a bikini competitor? So the division, the organization that I compete is NPC, National Physique Committee. Um, within that division, uh, or I'm sorry, within that organization, there's four divisions: bikini, figure, physique, and bodybuilding. And in that order, it's kind of like the most feminine to the most, or least feminine, okay. I should say. Um, so bikini division, we've got some muscle mass, um, a higher percent of body fat body fat percentage that kind of the judges are looking more so for a full lean package rather than like the striations the bulging quads the the lat spread um so it's very feminine looking competition um so that's i would say the most the main difference between that division compared to the other three in which there's more muscle mass less body fat percentage and just more less feminine look i should say (laughs) so it's like it's like really it's like fitness, but it's like like girly fitness. Can I can a, I say that a bit? Yeah, yeah slightly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like you guys are in heels on stage. Yes, and, and you, figure and bikini yeah. are both in heels. Physique okay. and bodybuilding, they do not wear heels. Okay, okay, cool. What made you want to do this? Um, the mental challenge. So when I graduated college, I went to abroad, taught English for two and a half years in Korea. Then I traveled the world for six months, and then I came back and I started working corporate America. And I was sitting there one day, and I'm just like, is this my life? Like, how did I go two and a half years loving living life and experiencing all these different cultures and Mm -hmm. just everything, and then just coming to four walls of a cubicle? So I was already working out, and I was just thinking, like, I should start competing because it's all mental. Like, you can't get me out of the gym. That's that's not the hard part. It's the having to sit down and be like, all right, I have to eat this. 
I have to do this, I have to say no to this. And in corporate America, it's very difficult because you've got client lunches, you've got happy hour, you've got moms baking cookies, bringing them yeah. into the kitchen, yeah. and it's, a, it's all mental. So I needed something to be able to say, hey, I need a goal, I need to obtain it. 12 weeks, I have to do this. I step on stage for about 10 seconds. All this hard work for 10 seconds, is it worth it? Absolutely. Really? Absolutely. So it's just like you live for like the rush, like that the adrenaline rush. rush when you're you, on stage. You get that 10 seconds to showcase everything you've done, those, yeah. those 12 weeks of hard work, grueling sacrifices, the, the time that you spend in the gym, the time that you say no to your friends because you don't want to go out being tempted, mm-hmm. uh, you'd much rather sleep because you're exhausted. Yeah. It's just, it's the sacrifice you make to do it. It's to me, it's worth it. Some people might think I'm crazy, but it's that, it was that mental challenge that I needed. Okay. So what's that 10 seconds like? Is it, I mean... It's, I mean, it's, you're on stage, everybody's eyes are on you, so if you're kind of stage, have stage fright, it might not be the best feeling in the world, but for me, it's like, I've got 10 seconds to showcase all my hard work, everything I've done, everything to prove to everyone. Um, it's it, the, the one thing about competing, it's very subjective, especially bikini, because it's like, one show, your top five girls, it can be one girl's super lean, one girl's not so lean, one girl's not as much muscle. Mm-hmm. It's very, very subjective, and it's kind of like who you know almost. Um, so placing-wise, you know, it's always – everyone always wants to win. Um, I've been lucky enough to my first two shows I placed second, qualified for nationals. But then I did national shows twice and got last call-outs on both shows. So okay. it's very, it's a humbling experience. It's a learning experience. But then it's more so how do you prove improve yourself? Like show-to-show, show, you're improving yourself, and it's not more – so for what the judges think, um, even though the ultimate goal for me is to obtain my my pro card to be a professional uh, competitor, but in the end, it's like you're in the hands of these judges who God knows what they're looking for. Um, but it's more so, how do I, how did I improve this show from last show? What did I learn this show that made me a better you know mentally, physically, emotionally, everything? Because like I said, it's a mental game. So okay, so an entire show. Run or comp- it's it's ten seconds. You get so judging wise, um, if it's a one day show, pre judging is done in the morning, and then the night show is done at, in the evening. So mm-hmm. in pre judging, that's when you get called up about seven, ten girls, depending mm-hmm. on how big the class is, um, and the judges will line you up. You'll do a front pose, you do a side pose, back pose, back to the front, and then you walk off stage. That's when the judges actually tally up, like, oh, this is her score, this is what we liked about her, and whatnot. And then at the night show, it's even quicker. You get less time on the stage. You go out one at a time, do your routine, come off, and then they award the winners. Wow. So what's your uh, what's your workout routine and diet like for these 12 weeks? 12 weeks? Um, diet Training-wise, it never changes. I train. I lift five days a week. I hit every body part. I do high-volume training. Um, so one day would be legs, one day would be shoulders, one day chest tries, one day back and buys. Um, so five days, so two days on, one day off, three days on, one day off, and it's a rotation. Um, the only thing that's different is the amount of cardio I do. So in the off season, I actually do it to where I'm not doing any cardio because I just, I mean, I like cardio, but cardio not, sucks. But, yeah. you can it's say not the it, biggest. It yeah. really sucks. Cardio can kick rocks. Oh my god! I'd much rather do. I like cardio. I, well, I would much rather do high intensity interval training, which is. You know, 30 seconds on, 30 seconds right. off. Yes. That Basket is like 20, really 20 well. minutes rather than like 45 or an hour yeah. minute of steady state cardio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but main, mainly the cardio and the diet changes. Um, overall, I like to I stay pretty lean throughout the year so I don't have to go through a grueling 12 weeks to drop 20 pounds. Um, 
So my eating is very healthy. I eat a lot of complex carbs. I eat a lot of simple carbs, um, healthy fats, lean proteins. It's just the amount that I eat, mm-hmm. you know, in competition seasons. Obviously, I'm going to be in a caloric deficit rather than being at maintenance or caloric surplus in the yeah. off season. I have no so. idea what you just said. I know, right? Science <laughs> talking about like, science fitness. Sorry. Caloric, so, you know, so, so the amount of calories I eat during in, in prep and then off prep is the main difference. Okay. So, Obviously, in prep, I'm eating less because I need to... How much ex- research did all this take for you to, you know, get this down, like, yeah, right off the top? A lot. I've, I do a lot. And that's the funny thing. Like, while I was in corporate America, like, the couple of sites that I would be on my, on my computer, like, bodybuilding.com or mm-hmm. muscle, muscle and strength development or women's fit, fitness XR. Like, those are the, the ones that's I... Cool. Like, every time my boss would walk by, I'd be like, click. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm working. I was not looking at that. Yeah. yeah. And then you. that's the embarrassing thing, too, because, like, there'd be, like, half-naked pictures of people. And it's not like I'm, I'm not looking at porn. I'm, like, looking at, you know, people, yeah, of people at the of course. gym. Of course. I'm just like, oh, you my tell, God. You can tell our don't. viewers that. Oh, my goodness. That's crazy. I'm not looking that's at cool. porn at the no, office, I promise. Cool. <laughs> no judgment. Oh, man. So. You, um... You ever done a CrossFit workout, Sonia? I've tried CrossFit before. I had um, I had like one of those complimentary sessions at a CrossFit studio. So okay, what would you think about that? It's different. It's challenging. You know, to each their own. I hear a lot of people talk negatively about it, saying it's not safe. But I think if you, I haven't heard that one about CrossFit, but that's interesting. But like I said, to each their own. You know, if you find if you like something, um, whether it's you know Zumba or group fitness classes. CrossFit, anything, Pilates, yoga, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, as long as you incorporate form, that's mm-hmm. the most important thing. Even in bodybuilding, form over everything. Like, don't try to overcompensate with heavy weights and then yeah. end up squatting wrong and you, like, pull your back or something. Yeah. So it's not worth it. So as long as you're safe with it, I think if you like it, you enjoy it, do it. Cool. That's what's up. How intense is the competition? It's pretty intense, you know. Uh, my first show, I think... There were some girls where I was just kind of looking at them. I was like, "Damn!" Like, I hope I, I hope I, I fared, you know, fairly with them. And yeah. then there's some girls that you just think that just because they're slim, they think they can compete. And it's like, no, hmm. you actually have to put on, put the time in to put on that muscle mass. So yeah, how like, because like I read a lot about um, the female fitness industry and kind of like what's happening with that, mm-hmm. like supplements juicing steroids talk a little bit about that like what's the whole thing with that okay so for bikini um there isn't much use for steroids just because you're not putting on that much muscle mass the the division is very more so feminine so i don't think it's necessary for bikini girls to do steroids Gotcha. Figure, physique, and Mm -hmm. bodybuilding because Mm -hmm. they have so much more muscle mass it's a possibility that Mm -hmm. they're using but who am I to say? Yeah. You know, I can't, yeah. I can't uh, pinpoint that. Um, there are some girls who use some fat burners in the bikini division, um, more stronger than what you can buy, like, in a store, like, like the fat-burning supplements mm-hmm. and whatnot. But, um, again, to each their own. With, you know, if they, they need it, they need it. Yeah. If they can't do it through mm-hmm. hard work with um, dieting and exercising, then, you know, it's on them. Yeah. So. Gotcha. So you had mentioned that you're trying to go for your pro card. Mm-hmm. So what does the what does this industry look like? I mean, it sounds like there's you know certain levels that you try to get to. Right. Is there like a national there is. organization? So in order to get to the national level, you have to do a pro qualifying show, and that will I think it allows you to stay pro qualified or national qualified. Sorry, for about two years. 
Um, so every two years you might have to requalify for a national show. And for MPC, there are seven national shows throughout the year. Um, the one that the two that I've done are based in Chicago or Rosemont. Um, uh, Junior Nationals, it's a highly known, popular show um, compared to the other seven. I would say Junior Nationals and Nationals are probably the most popular ones. But in order to get to that level, you have to place in a national qualifying show in which you either place top five or top three, depending on which national show you want to do. So is it, I mean, is it like sports of a, or, or uh, activities of a similar caliber in, in professional level? I mean, are, are people able to make like a living off of They this? are. Um, if you go pro, uh, depending on the pro shows that you do, if you win, there's a an ultimate show called Olympia, which is held in Vegas in September. Um, and this is where like Phil Heath or, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Ashley Cotswater, there, I, know, the, I, know, I know Phil. That's you said in Vegas. Mm-hmm. That's like his like that's, that's his spot, yes. right? He that's his. Area. So th- there, are, there's monetary rewards if you do win pro shows, mm-hmm. um, and then that can lead doors to you know endorsements, um, different fitness models, like mm-hmm. projects, covers on magazines, all that stuff. So, cool. If you get like your pro card, mm-hmm. and then for whatever reason you take time, like say you take a year or two or three years off. Are you able to just jump right thing where you started? Yeah. Like after, so once you, you obtain are. the pro, it's like you have it. It's You're, not like mm-hmm. you can risk losing it based on correct uh, time competitions off. or mm-hmm. time off. Right. Yeah. I mean, because there's a lot of women in the industry who choose to start a family, so right. they they won't they won't compete for you know whatever many years, mm-hmm. um, or they want they want to get married or they just want to experience life and mm-hmm. you know. To compete, it takes a lot, and you're very structured in your, you know, your your eating, your your gym schedule. So if yeah. you want to take that time to actually live, have a you know marriage, get married, go on a honeymoon, you're gonna have to take time off. It's, so. it's, it's very disciplined. Yeah, like I watched. Have you met Phil Heath? On Not in person, Man. but the next show that I'm doing in March, he's going to be the guest poser in St. Louis. So I'm wow. going. So hopefully, I'll be able to meet him. Yeah, <laughs> talk to that brother about like what he does to work because like it's like everything is so strict and regimented. Like it you is. see these guys, like they get cranky, and some of these girls, like it's like it's like this is their life. You know, it's mm-hmm. like more than work. Like a lot of them take it really seriously, and uh, it's kind of scary when you don't take it seriously in front of them because they don't have kind things to say about <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, so well, what do you what do you appreciate the most about this activity? This I would say the people that I meet. Like even though I'm competing with them at the shows, we share a bond because it's like we all have this ultimate goal where fitness is our top priority, mentally challenging ourselves is our part, mm-hmm. top priority and you don't you're not going to get this with, you know, other people who are just like fitness enthusiasts enthusiasts at the gym. They I mean everyone likes to work out, sure, but so this is like a special bond. It's kind of almost, I'm going to, not a cult, but it's kind of like, <laughs> our, essentially our own little cult. Because uh-huh. it's like, you have this bond with this person because it's just like, they understand what it took to get there. Again, let me go back to this documentary. Like, Phil Heath was like, they were hanging out and then there were some hecklers and they were saying things about the industry and they mm-hmm. were yelling at guy and girl bodybuilders and they're like, you guys are all a bunch of juicers and like this girl like lost yeah. it. Yeah. And like, she was like maybe your side, but she got like red in the face and like, started flexing at her trap, started, like, throttling, <laughs> and I was like, whoa, like, it was just crazy, like, how much, like, how much work, like, gets put into the industry, mm-hmm. and people, like, don't appreciate it as right. much, you know? Yeah, so. and you see that a lot on, like, social media. A lot of people will put their two cents, either saying something negative or positive, and it's just like, you know, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say nothing at all. Because uh, like, <laughs> it's like, you don't know what 
that person had to go through to get where they are today. Mm-hmm. Like, the mm-hmm. amount of work and sacrifice they're putting in, it's, it's a lot. I mean, like I said, some people might use some extra help here and there with the steroids and whatnot, but either way, it's like, who are you to judge and say, oh, that's not attractive on a man to be that big or for a woman to be that, you know, lean and shredded, so. Yeah, that's interesting, because, like, what, what is the audience that you're, you know, doing this for, and, and what, you know, how does that prevent you from being able to communicate to sort of the wider world that has those mm-hmm. judgments? Um, so... I think for the audience, more specifically in my organization that I do it, they're all very understanding. They understand what it, what we're doing, what it takes to get there. I think people on the outside kind of – so my division, like I said, it's the most feminine division. So it's kind of like when they see me in the pictures that I post or if they see me in the gym, they're like, oh, it's obtainable. It's not, it's not too much, but it's not – far out reach like it's not like not obtainable you know um but then some people like like i said they have their preferences and they will will see me in the gym they're like no she's got too much muscle (laughs) and honestly i don't even have that much i mean look at me like you can't even really tell like it's not like i'm walking around flexing all day you know like when i flex yeah you'll see the definition you'll see the muscle but if i'm standing here sitting here normal i look like a regular person that's like really tricky to like work so damn hard and then you're at the mercy of like how many judges are there like five judges yeah anywhere from five to ten depending on the show people that are completely different and they have their own opinion as to what is perfection and what is not and i think like when i remember walking to the olympics with my mom sometimes she's always like stuff with gymnasts or anything where you get judged it's Mm -hmm. like not a race against the clock where it's black and white it's like you have several different competitors and based on their professional opinions right. that's who's the winner and who's mm-hmm. the place and who and so on and it's like even tricky. if what makes it more complicated it's not even just your body like you can have the best package on the stage but then they look mm-hmm. at the bikini mm-hmm. they look at your presentation oh, they look no at your way. tan they look at your makeup your hair and your posing posing really? is the most thing the important thing because yeah. if you can't strut your stuff on the stage in a light that's gonna accentuate and kind of just make everything come to package you'll get docked for it. Yeah. I didn't know they judge you on, like, your actual bikini. Like, yeah, so, so if it's real sparkly and someone doesn't like sparkles, <laughs> they're going to knock a few points off. Possibly, yes. But then it's even more so, like, the quality of the suit. Okay. This, and that's the thing about competitions. Like, it's a very, very hefty investment. These suits will run you two, three, four hundred dollars. Shoes will run you oh five hundred to five fifty. Oh, four hundred dollar two piece. Yes. Wow. Figure suits cost even more. Like oh the most I paid for a suit was probably like two hundred eighty-five dollars. So do you wear a different suit That's... for each competition, or do you um, keep the same the one? Two, sometimes I had two. Sh- I've, I have a total of three suits. Okay. I've done a total of four shows. Got it. So two. Sh- one suit I've worn twice, and then the other one I've worn once. Oh, I but like this girl, but she's, she's wearing the same one from the last competition. <laughs> I'm going to knock but, a few points um, off. Yeah, so it's a very, like I said, it's a very, very financially hefty investment you're making in these shows because not only are you paying, like the suits you can wear multiple times or you can sell them, whatever, mm-hmm. um, but the jewelry you have to pay for, the tanning, it's, it's about $100, oh $125 for a show. Registering for the show. NPC card itself to compete for the year. You pay $120 to do that. Do you have any sponsors that help you out with this, or how does that round work? I do have sponsors. Um, The team that I'm on, I'm on Underrated Muscle. Um, We have a sponsorship through Ravish Sands, so we get a little bit of monetary help with uh, the suits that they provide. Um, We have a sponsor, I have a sponsorship with Pro Tan, so we get a discount with the tanning. Um, 
uh, All Glitters and Gem is the jewelry comp- company that I have a sponsorship with, so we get a discount there. Um, and then a supplement company, Lenny and Larry's, uh, get a discount with them as well. Okay. So that helps, but it's still very, is there, <laughs> very expensive. Is there a point at all in people's careers where um, they just will never get to a point where they never, ever have to worry about money? Or is it attainable for someone like that's starting out or has been doing it for just a few years mm-hmm. to get connected with the right people where that individual too does not have to worry about the cost of supplements and registration all this other stuff just as someone who's way up here you know what i'm saying yeah and i I think it's the latter like depending on how you market yourself your networking skills who you know um social media plays a huge role in it too the more followers you have the more chances you'll get sponsors because you have a, a base that you can sell their products to what's it like for your uh your dating experience being like a fitness model, like you meet a guy and then you're like, oh, I'm a fitness model. Does he kind of like, do they, are they like, oh, like, are they very forthcoming about what you do? Well, luckily for me, I'm in a relationship. <laughs> My boyfriend is a personal trainer, so okay, he's okay. in the field. He doesn't compete himself, but it's back he's to that empathy, very, man. He, he's one of those guys where it's like, he's blessed with good looks, good genetics. <laughs> he works very hard. Don't get me wrong. He's mm-hmm. in the gym. He works out as much as anybody else. Um, but he's lucky enough to where he can eat whatever he wants and still look So he doesn't good. work as hard as you. <laughs> he, he doesn't, he works, physically he works just as hard, but mm-hmm. the eating part, yeah, no. he can afford to, you know, have a burger and fries multiple times in a week and no still way. have six pack abs. Yeah. That's, like that. <laughs> that's some, that's some yeah. metabolism so, right But there. he's very, he's very understanding of like when I start prep and how strict I am with my eating re- regimen and my habits and... I know sometimes it's not the best look when I'm, like, if we're out, like, at the movies and I have to, like, pull out my Tupperware out of my purse. But <laughs> he's, a, he's understanding, so. Oh, that's crazy, <laughs> That's well, cool that you have someone that uh, can help keep you accountable. Too. Oh, yeah. It, the support system, it helps. Having your family support you, it's, it's, it helps. Friends that are understanding, it helps. But then again, you lose a lot of friends, too, because they're just kind of like, why don't you just skip the gym today? Or, here, I, have one bite. I, yeah, it's, that's the difference, though, like, for someone like me, if one of these guys said, hey, just skip the gym for the day, eh, I can do that. Yeah. But, like, what you were saying way before, when, uh, how regimented and strict it is, it's like you don't, you barely have enough time for yourself right. after the, going through the motion of training. Mm-hmm. So, I guess, I'm wondering, is there is there that, do you believe that there's that perception out there that women who are bodybuilders are seen in a more negative light? For sure. Okay. Definitely. Because I even like, had... Yeah, and, like, have you had to, like, deal with that? Have oh, you had yeah. personal experiences where... I mean, maybe maybe uh, you have... A, I don't know if you've had any, like, feminists come at you and say, like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. putting yourself out there. I don't know. No, I... Um, like. So, like I said, I just recently quit my corporate America job and went to training full-time. So, in order for me to build up my clientele, I have to bark myself at the gym. So, I had a table out with a few pictures of me, uh, like, on a competition day. And I had, like, a layout of, like, a weekly schedule of my lifts and a sample of my diet to try to just talk to females and be like, hey, if you're interested, this is kind of like a day in a, a week of my life. This is how it looks. And I had one lady who was like, oh, what's this table for? I'm like, oh, I'm trying to, you know, talk to some females about competing if they're interested, what it takes, what it what it looks like. And she was look, looking at the pictures and she's like, that's you? And I'm like, yes, that's me. She's like, you compete? And I was like, yes, I compete. And just the way she said it, it was very degrading. And it was just kind of like, 
how could you do that to yourself? Like, why would you mm. do that to yourself? Yes. And I feel like because of that, Sonia, like, girls are reluctant to lift. Yes. Like, I say it to, like, oh, like, like, I'll, like, I'll I mean, ask girls, like, hey, would you like to come lift with me? And they're like, I mean, I'll work up, but I'm not lifting. I'm like, yeah. why? Like, I spot you, you spot me. Like, it's a team thing, you know? And, and it's like, that, it's the lack of knowledge and the misconception yeah. that they think that if they pick up, pick up a 10-pound dumbbell, they're just going to explode and have some Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> I know. I, like, I don't want to be like it's, a man. Like, I've heard that impossible. so many times. Women like, do not have enough... They don't produce enough testosterone in their body. They're not. You would have to lift super-duper heavy, mm-hmm. and I'm talking about, like, 50-pound dumbbells, for years and years and years, eating a ton of <laughs> protein. Yeah, <laughs> we've been for that. Beefing <laughs> up, yeah. Exactly. And it's just there's no way for you, in order to get that big, it's, it's not going to happen overnight. Take, putting on muscle, men and women, it takes time. For women, it takes even more time just because we don't produce testosterone. So it's not like you're going to do this 12 times and then bam, you've got 22-inch arms. Like, it's not going to happen. That's what I've been saying. Ladies, it's okay to lift. Like, it's, it's, it's more than okay. okay. And Thank if they want to change their body composition, they have to lift. Because running, yeah, cardio. What are, the, what are the benefits of lifting for so just the many average benefits. person, um, average woman? For men and women, the increase of muscle. If you have more muscle mass on you, you're going to burn more calories in a state of rest. So if your goal is to lose weight, you're better off lifting than you are doing just cardio. Cardio is going to burn calories just in that 45-minute hour session that you're doing. Lifting, it's going to increase the muscle mass. It's going to burn calories throughout the day, post-workout, throughout mm-hmm. the night, when you're sleeping, continuously. Okay. Um, that and it builds up stronger bones, stronger muscles, stronger body. It prevents injuries. So when you're older... You're prone to more injuries just because you, you get older. Your bone gets, bones get weaker. Osteoporosis, yeah. lifting can prevent all that. So there's there's a plethora of benefits to lifting. That is a stress reliever. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I love when people agree with me. <laughs> it just makes my life easier. Yeah. You know? This is the Neil Patang show. <laughs> I saw a guy when I was in Colorado a couple of years ago. I met this guy, and he exercised regularly. Mm-hmm. And he was like an active guy, biking and hiking and, and all. And he's like, guess how old I am? He's talking to someone else. And I'm thinking, like, this guy's 55. Mm-hmm. That's what the guy had said. He's like, oh, like 55, 56. Like, I'm 72. What? <laughs> you look I like love you're your energy. <laughs> so from exercising. Yeah. It was, yeah, that's no. what he's it like. It's from young. regularly exercising mm-hmm. and just being active. So what would be a solid uh, recommended workout regimen for just the average person? I would say strength training anywhere from two to three times a week and then incorporating some cardio there because cardio is it's heart health, so you need it. That may be about two or three times a week. So in total, you're looking at three, four times a week depending on your schedule. How many hours each session? Um, I mean, depending on what your goals are. Uh, when I'm lifting, my lifting sessions take anywhere from 45 to an hour, hour and a half max. Legs, leg day is usually the long day just because it's a bigger muscle group. Um, shoulders I can bang out in 45 minutes. Look, look at Neil just smiling. Just no, I just, I'm loving this talk right now. It's like, because, I just it's, love talking about fitness, man. That's, that's because probably that's the exact thing that he does. 45 yeah. minutes to an hour, hour and a half. As long as you say whatever he's thinking, he's just going to be super happy. Make it easy. I'm doing it right. I'm, I'm sorry, like, you know, because, like, yeah, we, I mean, these guys play sports. We mm-hmm. all played sports in high school. And, like, I think we've done a pretty good job, like, staying fit. And mm-hmm. we all look good, so... It's just refreshing to know that we're on our shit, you know? That's so good, yeah, yeah. for sure. I mean, I'm not going to apologize one, for my hard work. Yeah, so. you only have one body, so you got to take care of it. Cool, 
Sonia, what's the, um, you ever go to the gym and you just look at someone and you're like, what is this person, what exercise is this yes. person doing? Share some quirky, <laughs> what are some quirky gym habits that you've witnessed or um, exercises that so you've witnessed people doing? a lot of the guys, like I said, form over everything and a lot of men tend to overcompensate with the weight. So, example, tricep extensions or tricep pushdowns on a cable, you push down, keeping mm-hmm. your elbows close to your side, fully extending toward your triceps. Yep. These guys will kind of hunch over throw their chest into it and kind of just like sway the whole body just bringing yeah, it up, up and yeah, down. Neil's not I smiling. Like- <laughs> I, think that, I think that's him. I think I that's know. him. Dude, don't overcompensate. So you man. don't know if they're doing like tricep extensions <laughs> or doing like a crunch yeah. or it's it's confusing sometimes. Have you ever like tapped someone on the shoulder sign up like, hey bro, like this is what you need to do. I'm trying to get, have you ever done that? I haven't. Um, I think more so like especially as a personal trainer at my gym, um, People don't like being told that they're doing something wrong. So you have to be very cognizant in how you approach it, especially if I'm a female approaching a man, saying, like, excuse me, sir, you should probably do less weight and focus on your more. It's not, <laughs> oh not a good look. I would, I would, I would, so, I would cancel that gym membership. Exactly. So you have to be very, very mindful of how you approach it. Yeah. Might maybe say something like, oh, here's another way of another exercise that you could do to work that, that muscle. Mm-hmm. I mean, show them the proper form that way instead of going up to them and be like, you're not doing it. Right. I would love to see like uh, Neil at the gym being approached by someone just like you, and then see what his reaction is. I'd probably ask her to work out with me afterward. Like, do you want to just work out with me and continue this conversation? And for her phone number, like to be honest. But we'll, we'll see. Man, so do you train people as well as train yourself? Like, do you have first competitions? Yeah, I don't. Okay. Um, anyone who's interested in competing, I always refer them to my coach, just because I feel like. Competing-wise, it's a whole nother level compared to everyday fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, your regular fitness enthusiasm enthusiasts at the gym or the ones who are trying to lose weight or put on muscle mass, I can help them then. But for competitions, I feel like that's just a whole nother ballpark, and I just – too much pressure, and I don't want to be – because a lot of people will be like, oh, if I don't place at a show, it's my coach's fault, yeah. which isn't true. It's, you know – the judges look for what they look for, and if you aren't what they're looking for, unfortunately, you're not going to place. So, is your coach Sonia a guy or a girl? He's a he's a guy. He's a guy. Mm-hmm. His name is Dave Hintz. Okay. Shout out to Dave. <laughs> Shout out to Dave. <laughs> Underrated muscle. <laughs> okay. Okay. Where do you, where do you work out at? Uh, FFC Gold Coast, um, but then I have a membership at other FFCs, so I kind of just hop around. Um, and at export as well. That's the expensive one, right? FFC. It's. I mean, it's a little bit more expensive than Yeah, I, think I, I feel like I took a tour up there, and I was just like, yeah, I don't know if my wallet is taking it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, it, yeah, it's a it's a really nice complex, and there's, like, it a is. lot. They've got an outdoor pool, too, I think. Um, my, the one that I work out of, not, but they have an indoor pool. Okay, so okay. So some gyms are a little bit different. Some have basketball courts, some don't. Some have some other amenities, and some don't. So. Cool, cool. How, um, how, much do, how much do you find yourself... Edu- like educating yourself is with fitness and stuff. Like I'm sure when you decide to do this, you're it's one thing to like do it, and that's one thing to learn the science behind it mm-hmm. with the body and all that. So talk a little bit about education. How does that balance with the actual physical work? Um, education is something like every day. I'm always reading some type of article, um, trying to learn about anything and everything, just because every person is different. So you have to fight, figure out what works for other people. Um, in terms of eating habits, in terms of the workouts, um, and a lot of, a lot in this industry, you see a lot of coaches who just give people cookie cutter workouts and cookie cutter programs, 
in which they just give one program to every single person. And that's not going to work because everyone is different. They have different needs. They have Their body will react different to the amount of food they're eating, the amount of cardio they're doing. Um, so it's imperative that when you're looking for a coach that you do your research and see somebody who's going to actually cater to your needs and not just like, oh, here's your workout. Check in with me in three weeks. To, let's see how you're doing. Like, you've got to be very mindful. And for me, even taking that knowledge to my clients, even though they're not competing, same thing applies to them. I have to, I have to be able to tailor the workouts for their needs, their goals, um, and then the nutrition aspect as well. Um, not everyone likes to eat chicken. Not everyone likes to eat rice. So it's what other alternatives are there Tofu. for them? Exactly. Yeah. Some are ve- vegan. Some are vegetarian. So you, you've got to be mindful of that. So the knowledge base, it's, it's I'm all, constantly learning. That must be so tricky if someone's like a vegetarian or vegan yeah. and they're like, I want to put on muscle. Uh, well, you might have a problem. With <laughs> <laughs> a lot of beans, a lot of tofu. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. So how do you feel like you've been at this for two years now? How do you feel like this has changed you? Has it changed you? Do you feel like you you are a evolved person from who you were when you sort of I started this? I think so. More so in the discipline aspect. Because like I said, it's a mental thing. Um, so mentally, it's it's made me more disciplined. I think overall, I've been very, I've been a pretty strong person in general. Um, when I like set my ways, it's very much so like, I'm not going to do this, I'm not going to do that. Um, but I think this definitely has made me stronger mentally more than anything. What music do you work out to when you work out? Or oh, what music do you listen to <laughs> yeah, when you work out? No, I have a playlist. Uh, it's my motivation playlist. I've got a little bit of everything from, like, hip-hop, Eminem, uh, Jay-Z, Kanye West. I've got some dubstep, Trillix, to some, like, heavier metal kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got not techno, but even, like, I just recently downloaded my Fit Radio, or Fit Radio, and mm-hmm. it kind of does, like, a playlist on their own with, like, high beat stuff, um, modern, like, top 40 songs with, like, you know, like, how they techno remix it with the high beat. Um, so, anything like that, just trying to kind of get me in the mood. You started this, <clears throat> did you uh, find yourself at times, like, uh, don't want to go to the gym? Oh, there are plenty of days when I wake up, did- and... I'm, like, a hardcore, like, gym enthusiast. I love going to the gym, but there's some days where you just wake up and you're exhausted and you're just like, I don't want to go. I don't want to do this. I don't want to eat this tilapia. I don't want to drink this water. Yeah. And, but you got to fight through it, you know? Like, Man, what happens with those snowstorms, though, that just shut everything down? You just, like, you I'm going to get up on some ice cream, drink some hot chocolate, marshmallows. Yeah. No, get, you get, mean, get you fight through it, right? And, like, coyotes so. and there's a saying that says, you know, the only worker you regret is the one that you didn't do. So as long as you go in there and do something, at least you did something. That's how so. I feel. Sometimes I go to the gym, and I, most of the time I'm, like, really into it, and it's awesome. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I'm there, I'm just like, what is going on? To, why do I just feel yep. like not being here? We have, like, 20 minutes, and I'm like, ah, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. And then I leave, yeah. and then I feel, like, disappointed, but eh, at least I... Did something. Did something. <laughs> and for a it's bit. normal. Like those days happen. So, like me, like I love the gym, but some days I'm just like, I don't feel like working out. So, it happens. We had this friend from college, and he, um, he's in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. He's a fitness guy, and he lost like over 200 pounds. Wow. And he said, like, he got a gym membership. That was the first step. Then he would drive to the gym every day. But, he couldn't work up the courage to leave his car. So he would go, he would like sit in his car, then he would just drive home for like 
four weeks, he said, oh. like five different times. He'd drive to the gym, realize yeah. he didn't want to work out, and then come back. And then he finally started like going there and exercising mm-hmm. and hired a trainer. And now he's like, he's swole, like he's doing his thing. Yeah. He's like a motivational speaker. Nice. Out in Saudi Arabia now. So like, it's just crazy how like he worked himself, like the step-by-step mm-hmm. process to become where he's at. So yeah, it's pretty cool. So how can uh, how can people connect with you? Um, social media? Yeah. Are you Instagram S Robbins three, um, Facebook Tanya Lee, uh, and then email S Robbins three at gmail dot com. Are you available for hiring as a coach? I am. What's okay. what's 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 your clientele look like? Um, it ranges. You know, like I said, I've got men, I've got women, anywhere from late teens, late fifties, sixties. I actually I'm training an older lady. Um, she's 69, but you would have never guessed it. She looks really good, but she's battling osteoporosis. So it's mm-hmm. another reason why strength training is so important, just the older you get. Um, but anywhere from people who are losing to, looking to lose weight, put on muscle mass, tone for women. <laughs> um, that's, that's the clientele that I'm look, looking at. All right. Do you have a website or anything? Not or a website, just, okay. but email is probably your best bet cool. to get in contact with well, me. Well, we will uh, put that up on our program when we air it. Perfect. But, yeah. And uh, I have just like a final uh, question, final yes. thought. What? Oh, I just lost it right now. It went in my brain and then it left. Damn. All right. Well, that can be edited. That's okay. Darn it. Oh, I, I had it. It was a good such question, a, such too. A good question, right? What's that? I said, such a good question. Right? No, it was. was it I was like, what's that? Was it a good one to end on or was it random? Uh, I can't remember. I just know it was like, oh, this is going to, this will be a fun question. And then I was like waiting for the conversation to die and then interject and ask a question. I just completely forgot what it was. Will you set Victor up with any single fitness model, Sonia? Yeah, that's I a good try. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. You let me know what you like and we'll see what I was, um, <laughs> I was telling them, I was like, telling Ricks before you guys got here that, uh, I was watching the Victoria's Secret fashion show the other mm-hmm. night and then it, like, it just clicked and I was like, what am I doing following my friends and they're like, doing some travels or they're eating something it's like whatever it's like i don't care about this, this is just like spam to me i need to start following models that's what I'm <laughs> so, so i just unfollowed like half of the people on my instagram and then i just started start following, following all these models. models and actresses and uh and i'm slowly dwindling away all the ordinary folk <laughs> also, also my friends and family and following models right. but that's i'm good you guys can if you have any final thoughts or questions no, i think uh you have anything that you want to share with that we didn't cover? Or? I think that's it. Cool. Stay strong, USA. All right. Well, I guess that's it for time. Awesome. Sonia, thank you for coming on the thank show. You for Can't wait to me. have you back. For sure. And Let uh, me know we'll when. be in touch. Awesome. Sounds Great. good. All right. Thanks. Great. Thank you.